What's up? Welcome to today's episode of the Building the Future podcasts. And it's your favorite host today, Mr. Chiamaka, aka Ononi Okwezioku, now radio station. And I have live here with me, Mr. Udoka AM, all the way from the United African Republic, duly representing <laughs> the people of Africa. Welcome this podcast thank you very much thank you very much michael <laughs> i'm honored to be here sir good thank you yeah it's a honor it's a honor having you on this uh, podcast um this is our very first episode so this welcome to today's show and uh, how did you have your day today i don't know how i phrased that but just how was your day today <laughs> all right all right um thank you so much for having me i really appreciate uh this opportunity to uh come all over to speak on this podcast uh it being the first uh the first session and uh, me having to open it is really a big privilege for me i really appreciate that all right so my day <laughs> Okay, uh, it was a great day. It was a great Saturday. Um, you know, still recovering from the travels I had yesterday. You know, I came in all the way from Anambra State to back to Benin. And uh, it was a lengthy travel. And uh, I'm still trying to recover from the stress while still, um, you know, following up with the election processes uh, down there in Anambra. And uh, uh, I think the high point of the day was uh, having to um, watch a couple of uh, English Premier League football games. And uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, just the normal Saturday Saturday life. Yeah, uh, it was a great day altogether. We thank God. We thank God. So, did you check your portfolio all this while traveling from state to state and from place to place? <laughs> Actually, do we really keep our eyes off the portfolio? We don't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you are hearing this. No, we don't keep our eyes on the portfolio. Maybe we'll come we to don't, that in a, in a We don't keep our eyes off the portfolio. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We don't, we don't. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so thank God for your uh, journey, that it was a safe journey. And we're glad to mm. have you back live for here. Um, so I would love you to, in a nutshell, explain what cryptocurrency is to you. What is cryptocurrency All to right. you? All right. All right, cryptocurrency... Okay, um, <laughs> this is a bit, uh, it's a bit of uh, one of the most, uh, uh, how should I say, the most trending terms in our world today, and uh, yeah. a lot of persons, a lot of persons have a, a lot of meanings to this. So um, I'm going to quickly uh, explain a bit what cryptocurrencies is about. All right, so um, basically, cryptocurrencies are digital currencies. And uh, uh, these digital currencies uh, can be used uh, in making verified transactions, you know. And uh, I mean, I mean, um, these are transactions that are recorded and maintained in a decentralized database system. All right. So, so I was saying that uh, most of the time, for me to really get what uh, this whole cryptocurrency thing is about, I normally um, go through a quick uh, history and a quick uh, description of what money is and uh, the stages of development money has gone through over the years it gives a good a better base of understanding to what cryptocurrency could be like can i proceed yeah. proceed please all right so um basically money is a means of exchange as you all know and uh, i want to be as quick as possible going through this process because uh i, I we will not have all the time yeah so um yeah from the era of trade by butter where people used to exchange valuable items you know um money developed to a place where a point where people would um be transferring or be uh yeah trans transferring um valuable items like gold or silver in measurable quantities for certain commodities all right then as develop as development uh, underwent uh, as uh, we constantly developed uh, in time um, people started having measures of central um, tendency all right where governments issue out um, certain certain things that were called valuable 
and uh, were being respected and used within some particular territories. I think that was when the current money we are using now began to come into play. All right. And um, that has been what we have been using all this while. And uh, for instance, now in, in America, they have a central tendency they call um, the dollar. In, in, in Great Britain, they have pound sterling. In, in Nigeria, we have the Naira and a couple of other company, a couple of other countries rather. Now, um, yeah. cryptocurrencies is the, is the next uh, revolution of money, I would say. This is where money is no more in fiat. Money is no more in a uh, uh, in paper or in in, in 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 currencies that were transmitted or transferred um, in certain places or respected in certain places. This is money going digitally. A platform where we can actually um, send and receive value. Are, are you following? Send and receive value yeah. from place to place in a decentralized system now one major one major difference between cryptocurrency and the traditional money system we have been using is the concept of decentralization now um i would i might need to explain a bit on what decentralization is all right so um one thing one thing is common about about the current money system we are using whatever money we are using right now is being controlled by a certain central authority all, always in put in place by the government of a particular place where the money is being used. For example, Naira, for instance, is being controlled and distributed, regulated by the Central Bank of Nigeria, which is directly working with the Ministry of Finance, and uh, that has to do with the Federal Government of Nigeria. Yeah. What happens to the Naira, whatever happens to whatever uh, that has to do with Naira is being determined and regulated by the Central Bank of, Ni- Central Bank of Nigeria. Central Bank of America controls and regulates everything that has to do with the US dollars and so on and so forth. But when we are talking about cryptocurrencies, we are talking about a decentralized system where money is not controlled by just one person or by a certain authority. There is a free flow of money decided by the people using it. It's like we all that are in part of the system are the ones in charge of the regulation of whatever it is we are doing here so it's like power being handed over to the people no regulation from any central authority money at your own terms that is just the beautiful thing about cryptocurrency i believe by now um this this we should give anyone a good uh, overview to what cryptocurrency should be like all right yeah yeah this is really this is really enlightening Really <laughs> thank accurate. you yeah okay thank so you. now that you have explained how cryptocurrencies are money can you like explain how like the relationship between a cryptocurrency and the blockchain is are those two words interchangeable like all right all can right you explain what all the right. blockchain is and what how it's very very good question very good question very good yeah self uh hope you can hear me yes clearly all right because uh i i love this question because i had the same issues when i back i i was thinking cryptocurrency is blockchain and blockchain is bitcoin you know a lot of person have this con- this misconception rather so um it's good to okay yeah so now let me go let me just describe to you what blockchain is Actually, um, in 2009, um, an entity that is called uh, Satoshi Nakamoto, just <laughs> you know, of people uh, with identity also. All right, so it's an anonymous, anonymous um, identity. So this person said uh, was said to. Um, be the first person to actually put in place the idea of blockchain and from studies it is being showed that as and when he used it in his white paper for bitcoin blockchain was used not as a single word but as two separate words wow yes block and chain separate exactly now blockchain is simply a chain of blocks now this might still sound not very clear 
um, what it means is this. I wish this I can write some things and draw out some charts and all of that. <laughs> all right, no, no issues. Rather, I would, I would, I would go on explaining. All right. So, um, what this means is that we, we, the blockchain runs on a, is a public ledger. It, it is like a public ledger where a transaction is linked to the other transaction and linked to the just concluded transaction in such a way the chain still continues right so a chain is about linking so one links to another and links to another and links to another and links to another i don't know if this makes sense this is uh, basically how the term blockchain works it's like interconnected with each other which in such a way that there is no break there's no break there's no break in a way that one thing is directly linked to the other and directly linked to the other in such a way that everything involved is part of one single system wow. now yes yes in, in 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 blockchain um each 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 block is a computer and uh the data that or uh, the how should, how should i put it now the the transaction that we make are being linked to each other so when once you make a transaction on the blockchain it is registered on the ledger and linked to the previous transaction in such a way that it continues that way there is an unending chain of blocks going down all the way so each transaction is a new block each transaction is a new block each transaction is a new block that way it is linked together giving it the name blockchain now blockchain as it were is not just about cryptocurrencies because cryptocurrencies is just a part or an applicative and an application of blockchain as it were um cryptocurrency is the financial application of blockchain the developing sector we are looking at a system a situation in the nearest possible future where almost everything can be decentralized not just finances and we believe that that is going to happen someday. So cryptocurrency is a financial application of blockchain. So I would say cryptocurrency runs on the blockchain network. Yeah. So they, they two the are not the same thing. Exactly. So a chain linked to another one, linked to another one, linked to another one, that forms a network that you join to be part of it. You follow it? Yeah. Now, um, cryptocurrency runs on this chain, runs on this structure, runs on this kind of platform. I following. That yes. makes it decentralized. So blockchain is not cryptocurrency. Blockchain is the technology that supports cryptocurrency. Wow. So in cryptocurrency, we have the Ethereum, te- we have the Ethereum blockchain, we have the Bitcoin blockchain, we have the Litecoin blockchain, and a list of other blockchains. Are you following? So they yes, are not the same thing. They're not the same thing per se. But um, there is no cryptocurrency without the blockchain. Yeah, yeah. So um, that is just the basic uh, explanation. I'm very sure everyone would have gotten the difference between the cryptocurrencies and the blockchain. So the blockchain is what powers. Um, one of the reasons for this <laughs> on this podcast, which is building the future. We would not just be talking about cryptocurrencies, we'll be talking about the blockchain as a whole. Welcome back uh, to from our short break. Uh, we had a short break and we are back. Uh, I think uh, Mr. Odoka is right here with us. Can you hear us? Sure, sure. I'm with you, people. I'm, I'm with everyone. Okay, okay, okay. So you are for the people and by the people. <laughs> the, the the gospel of crypto for the people. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that's great to hear. So, um, having spoken about <laughs> blockchain, uh, I think uh, there's some sound interfering from your background. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. 
I think it's better now. Yeah, yeah, it's better now. So, having spoken uh, about the introducing uh, crypto and talking of the history of crypto and what the blockchain actually is. So, what okay. is going to be your advice to somebody who is totally new into crypto and wants to learn how to be a part of the blockchain or how to be a part of the builders of the future? All right. Um, if I got the question correctly, um, you're asking for my advice. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. All right. You're asking for my advice to persons who want to, um, who are interested in becoming a part of cryptocurrency, a part of whatever we are building with crypto, right? Yes. Okay. Basically, um, for people interested into uh, interested in the crypto uh, ecosystem and all of that. I would say there's a lot to learn. First of all, there's a lot to learn, and uh, and uh, having a podcast like this will not just be enough to know everything that one has to know. So, um, and the, and the good thing is that it is still very early. All right, so no one is late yet. Uh, with the numerous uh, developments ongoing in the ecosystem, I would still say the very early development of cryptocurrency uh, in the industry generally. So it's a good time to learn as much as you can and um, figure out what aspect of the system you would want to be a part of. Because in as much as this system is quite broad, there are still, uh, there are as much systems that one can be a part of. All right. Yeah. So to learn, a lot to learn and uh, a lot to um, focus on and uh, that's just what I would say learn as much as you can choose a niche focus on it and keep building keep learning keep investing and uh, don't ever write off this crypto thing because it is the future I would say that over and over again quote me anywhere it is the future wow, that's really wonderful uh, the cryptocurrency or the blockchain is the future so that said and done um I'd love to know your view on some events that's happened in the blockchain, uh, some events that go on that you know, new views might hear about and feel like, uh, are you sure this uh, this blockchain is actually the future or is this another point? So, first of all, I'm talking on, on Squid Game token. Uh, okay. The token in which the founders reportedly were put millions of dollars in investments. Um, okay. What lessons can people learn from such projects? And how do newbies avoid projects that are like that? Okay. Um, uh, one of the things I have... Wh- what I can basically say to that is not far from uh, learning. Like I-, I said earlier, there's a lot to learn. There's a lot to learn. Um, yeah. what, what I would want to point... What I want to point out here is this. You know, people spend... Um, about six years in the university to study about a particular course. For example, um, let's say optometry. People spend yeah. about six years studying optometry, and um, or if let's say medicine and surgery or engineering or any field at all, people spend yeah. years in the university to study this. These courses, like law, for instance, after your years of study, you still spend another one year. All right, in law school. All right, yeah, then you go yeah. ahead, hold to bar before you can start practicing. But the problem we have in the cryptocurrency is that people just want to enter and start earning big after three weeks or after two months. <laughs> All right, yeah. so I hear people come in and they're like which can do i need to buy which can do i need to buy what do i need to do uh, which which token do i need to buy um which nft do i need to buy and sometimes i ask them what is what do you understand about the system i'm not talking about the next coin that will do 200 i'm not talking about yeah. the next coin that will do 700 i'm talking about how do you understand the system what really are you doing all right this is a process that Persons are not willing to go through. 
This is the process that newbies are not willing to go through. And trust me, if anyone goes through all these processes, the learning phase, if anyone diligently goes through this phase, it is easier to spot projects that are not really yielding because you cannot go through this phase without having a mentor to look up to and trust me there are a lot of mentors around there are a lot of big names in the industry i won't advertise for anybody so there are a lot of big names for in the industry even in africa and in the diaspora there are a lot of big names that one can follow and uh, you know get guidance into um, the whole system and know exactly what to do and what to avoid exactly exactly I get right. it. Now, one yes. should not say that cryptocurrency is something that uh, people use to um, do wrong things or do bad things because, trust me, there is nothing that has um, advantages without disadvantages. All right. I am a developer and we were supposed to be working on a certain project. Uh, let me just get through this story in so you understand what I'm talking about. So uh, while we were still working on brainstorming on the project ideation, so um, I think one of the one of my co-developers asked, "What if in the future people use this to do this and use this to do this?" All right. So we were now looking at it that sometime in the future this could be hijacked by internet fraudsters. This could be used for some certain other purposes away from the main purpose. Yeah. So we took a. Took a study across other similar projects that are ongoing at the moment. Then we saw that, for instance, now, um, what is this app that people date on? This uh, this dating app. Tinder. It was already Tinder. Thank thank you. Tinder was originally created to help single people find people that they love, find people that they could live their lives with. But over time, people used it to do whatever they seemed or they deemed fit. So that what happened there. Is can happen anywhere, even in the crypto space. Yeah. But with good knowledge, with good mentorship, with good um, directives, one can easily go and avoid any of these things. One can easily avoid any of these things. So my advice to anybody is to keep learning, keep learning, and don't stop learning. That's just the thing. Myself, I haven't stopped learning. I'm still learning. <laughs> I, I get it. Yeah. So yes. I believe you, you in the system, you are still learning and developing and building on new things by the day. So yes. anyone coming to the system, don't stop learning. Keep learning and keep building and keep growing. That's just it. That's just the way forward. Wow, this is really this is really eye-opening. It's really Thank eye-opening. I've, I've jotted a lot in my book. I think my book is <laughs> Okay, <laughs> I'm so, talking about something you said earlier, you said that the blockchain and cryptocurrencies right. are the future of money. That cryptocurrencies True. in particular is the future of money. So cryptocurrency is the future of money. Yeah. So if cryptocurrencies are the future of money, this is a question which, uh, which uh, I would I'd love to ask you. Okay. Why then do people still value cryptocurrencies on monetary terms, on dollar terms? You know, for instance, people see a coin as successful if the dollar value of that coin increases. At the dollar value of the coin falls, they see the project has failed. So why do people not see cryptocurrencies in terms of cryptocurrencies? Like you see a coin like Zenari. If, okay. if you can get more Zenari, you like depends on the quantity of Zenari you have, not on the dollar value of the Zenari you have. Exactly, or, exactly. I understand your question. Yeah. So why is that perception still there? And how can we change that perception in the mind of people? So people can stop uh, uh, pegging cryptocurrencies with fiat. Against fiat currencies. Yes. All right. I... Answering that, um, I would love to uh, clarify something, okay? I'd love to clarify something. Um, Money as it were, um, not just money now. Okay, let me use this concept. Not just money now. When we evolve from one thing to another, just like the same way, everybody will not directly flip to the other side of the coin immediately like what we are experiencing right now in the cryptocurrency space all right everybody is not still using it most governments are not still supporting it yet 
Are you following? Yes. We, we can't expect everybody to just start believing in it in a particular hundred um, percent um, adapt, adapt, adaptability. So any new technology that is being used or being implemented will need time to saturate into the minds of people. That adaptability will take a little bit of time. We cannot directly expect people to start measuring cryptocurrency by its value when all we know has been fiat money. Are you following? Yes, I can get you. Money, um, one of the descriptions or one of the ways I define money is value. Money, just like meters can be said to be a unit of measurement for length. Are you following? I would say money of measurement for value. So if I am using a, an iPhone 13, for instance, iPhone 13, so I pay a certain amount of money that is directly proportional to the value I get from it. So iPhone 13 is pegged at that value. I don't know if you are following me. Yes. Now, looking at crypto, be able to directly or people may not still be able to directly measure cryptocurrency in cryptocurrency terms because subconsciously we are still in a system where value is still in fiat i don't know if you are getting it so most of us something with respect to a fiat currency so somehow we look at the value of a car with respect to fiat we look at the value of a house with respect to fiat we look at the value of um of bitcoin with respect to fiat look at the value of ethereum or ether rather with respect to fiat so it's 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 cryptocurrency to effectively saturate into the system when it gradually becomes what is the term what is the money I believe then we would actually get to that stage where we don't actually look at it from the fiat perspective. But for now, it's only um, a couple of persons, uh, some of us that are in the system that can actually look at it in that value. So I won't really blame anyone for still looking at it from the perspective of fiat money because it is actually the system we are in at the moment. I believe that with time, when this effectively sits into our daily routine, it will become just the normal thing to measure value with. I believe, in my opinion, I believe that will, that should okay. sort itself out with time. Okay, that's that's really nice. Really wonderful hearing your insight on this. So there's one Thank other thing you. that many newbies would be wondering about. Uh, yesterday, okay. one of my friends living in Spain, he called me and he was like, he wants to buy that coin that the name is NFT. That he had that <laughs> coin. Has been and I was like, uh, I know there's an NFT coin. A, coin that, <laughs> a meme coin that they just named NFT. But I'm not sure it's the coin that you want to buy. Probably want to invest in NFT. So, a token, a token called NFT. NFT. Yeah. Can you explain what NFTs are? So people who don't understand uh, what they are would be able to grab some get knowledge of it. All right. <laughs> the coin called NFT. <laughs> <laughs> it was really something to do. <laughs> Seriously, that got me laughing. <laughs> okay. Um, I think I think before I could really go into that, I I don't know if how many people even understand the difference between a coin and a token. Because I want to ask for the coin called NFT. <laughs> it's, it's funny, yeah? Um, and a, a lot of newbies have that misconception too. Um, they, they ask for the coin to buy, the coin that will do 2,000% by tomorrow morning. Uh, yeah. uh, uh, <laughs> and most times, uh, uh, people really really get to understand that there are just a very few coins in the cryptocurrency space and we have more of tokens uh but that was not the question so i won't want to divert <laughs> let's talk about nft uh let's leave the issue of coin and token maybe if you would ask yeah. that i can talk on that all right so um there is no there is no such thing as a a coin uh called uh, nft 
uh, what NS- NFTs are are basically um, non-fungible tokens. That is the meaning of NFT, as it were. And uh, can you hear me? Yes, I can. Right. So um, the I am trying to be very. I don't want to be speaking too much of English. <laughs> All yes. right. You already asked the question before. I, I was trying to go by market carp. And uh, so when I was, uh, when those come to my mind, I was thinking, okay, I'm addressing newbies. So I will need to be very basic. <laughs> All right. So let me yeah. just explain. <laughs> All right. So the grammar part of non fungible tokens are basically um, unique and non interchangeable um uh, data on the digital ledger or on the public ledger. Um, most times, uh, these are so. Um, I was trying to explain that uh, NFTs are non-fungible or non-interchangeable tokens. NFT, as a word, actually means or as an acronym, means non-fungible token. All right. Yeah. Yeah, it's a unit of data in the public ledger. All right, it's a unit of information, a unit of data in the public uh, digital ledger that is not that cannot be interchanged. It is unique. Its value is in its uniqueness. I don't know if this is making sense. And yes. uh, this this data could be, could be represented by maybe a picture or uh, a video or even an audio. All right. Yeah. So this is a, a a kind of token that its value is pecked in its uniqueness. All right. This is where um, people in the multimedia can offer up to sell their artworks, to sell their video clips, or sell their even audio, depending on how important, valuable it is, and it is a very. Um, volatile niche in the system because it's making a lot of money for people it's making a lot of money for people people sell off um, nfts ads for as high as millions of us dollars millions of US dollars we've seen cases like that we've seen cases like that i believe you've seen cases like that uh, personally and um, yeah. it's something that even photographers we have around artists um anyone involved in arts can take hold of and sell off his or her artwork in the space and uh, actually end big because the idea it's in is in its uniqueness that's the key word yeah. when dealing with nfts it's uniqueness and it's yeah, it cannot be interchanged of course that's why it is unique. that's why it is highly rated that is just basically yeah. it it's not a coin you don't trade it uh you don't <laughs> use it to in- <laughs> with uh, BT- btc <laughs> Yeah. All right, so that's actually how that's actually how it works. I believe we can have more sessions where we can talk on this uh, more detailedly, but I think that's just the most basic way I can explain this uh, to uh, newbies and anyone out there right now. Yes, exactly. Thank you. Yes, exactly. did a very great job explaining this. So, um, thank you. One more question before we go on a break again. No um, problem. No problem. I've been seeing a lot of things, and I'm sure many newbies have been seeing, you know, hearing about uh, the metaverse and uh, how the cryptocurrency, <laughs> why uh, Mark Zuckerberg changed Facebook because he suddenly discovered he could make more money in the metaverse. So, what exactly is this metaverse, and uh, uh, how how does this relate to to the blockchain or to Hello? Yes, can you hear me? Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you perfectly. Can you hear me? Hello, can you hear me? Oh my God, can you hear me? Yes. Yeah, I I am finding it a bit difficult to hear you. Okay, am I clever now? All right, can you hear? Yeah, yeah, better now, better now. Okay, okay. So I was asking how, what is the relationship between the metaverse and the blockchain? Oh my Hello? god. Hello. I believe my I can I can hear you. All right. Um metaverse as it were, 
it's uh like i said earlier if you can remember i clearly noted that the cryptocurrency space is broad really broad yeah. right and yes. there is um, a lot of is that one has to learn every day and keep learning to um be updated with what uh, is going on in the system is is that okay yes so metaverse is just um a unit or a niche of its own and um i don't i'm trying to avoid speaking big words <laughs> i'm trying to avoid speaking big words okay so um in defi uh did we talk about defi earlier um uh, no have i mentioned defi <laughs> Okay. Oh God. But you okay. can give in a short introduction to what DeFi is before you now go into the. All right. Numbers. Okay. Okay. So um, DeFi is not uh, as big as it sounds. It's do- it's just uh, decentralized finance. That's the meaning. And. Uh, Hear me now. Hello. Yes, I can hear you now. Hello. Hello, I can hear you now. All right, you can hear me now. Yes. All right. So, um, metaverse, as it were, is just um, a a DeFi application that has to do with uh, how do I put it now? Virtual experiences uh an environment i don't know if you are following me um yes I'm it's following you. it's a game you can you can use it you can use game as an intro um how they're putting now uh as an example of what metaverse can actually be used or how metaverse can be used um i'm trying to explain this without speaking big english <laughs> i don't say this without speaking big english i want to make this as basic as possible okay go on Oh, should I just should I just say that it is um, an application of DeFi that incorporates gaming, that incorporates um, um, uh, AR and VR. Uh, yeah. AR is actually uh, augmented reality, uh, virtual reality, and the like. So when you deploy all of these in a in the decentralized finance ecosystem um this is it's all forms um what is met what makes up metaverse all right i yeah. am trying to break this trying to break this down i believe uh, uh whoever is listening to me should get a, a scope of how this comes in and uh, metaverse just got very popular because of uh, recently there, there has been an ongoing buzz of the whole thing because of a um our daddy, social media daddy. <laughs> I'm talking about Mark Zuckerberg. Uh, his involvement in the system um, really, really um, got a lot of persons talking about it. And uh, it's something um, one should study in and, uh, if possible, uh, get a hold of and build something in that line. And uh, it's actually highly, highly, highly yielding for anyone interested in it. Yes, exactly. Exactly. So uh, I think we'd go on a short break and after this short break we'd come and we'd round up this podcast. Thank you very much, Mr. Doka, for hanging on and for everyone listening. You are still listening to the Building the Future podcast, probably sponsored by Zunami Finance. And it's your favorite host, Mr. Chiamaka, a.k.a. Odunay Okwizio, the radio station. Don't go anywhere. I'll be back. <laughs> Guys, welcome back to the uh, show, the Building the Future podcast with Mr. Chiamaka. And I have here as a guest, Udoka AM, all the way from the United African Republic, or uh, the United Arkebulan Republic, UAR. Welcome <laughs> back. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So we'll be wrapping up for uh, today's podcast. Uh, so uh with the final uh what i just wanted to touch on the difference between a coin and a token and um yeah, the difference between a coin and a token and 
the potential careers or the potential utilities of the blockchain. Okay. 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 The difference between coin. That the question? Yes. Yes. And uh, what is the question, please? Um, what careers can people pursue within the blockchain? Okay, what careers can people pursue in the blockchain? Yeah, you know, and the difference between the coin future and... podcast. So, if you are going to build the future, you have to know what you are going to be doing. Are you the bricklayer? Are you the engineer? So, what what can people who want to build the future? All right, beautiful, beautiful. So the the floor is yours. Okay, so all right, thank you very much. Thank you very much. I will want to start off by talking about careers people can pursue in the blockchain. Let me start with that. Because I think it's a more pressing question for a lot of persons that are out there and uh, in the whole ecosystem the um when talking to my community and a couple of uh, people about blockchain uh, most persons always want to know what can they do with the blockchain? What can they do? How can they come in? All right? Yeah. And um, um, there is this, okay, quickly, there is this uh, common misconception that uh, when you, if you have to make money in the blockchain, you have to buy coin, hold, trade, all of that. <laughs> so whenever I have it, I have an opportunity to talk like this and address people. I tell people this. If all you know about the blockchain is buying a certain cryptocurrency and holding it or trading it to make money, if that's all you know about making money, then you are wrong. Because though you are going to make money by, you know, buying and holding or trading and investing, but you will not really do much. Yeah. You will not really do much. There's a lot more what you can do with the system. And I used to tell people this, everything that you can do digitally can be done on the blockchain. Yeah. I don't know if this makes sense. Yeah, I don't know if yeah. this makes sense. Blockchain ecosystem has um, a provision of enough employment for basically anything at all that you can do digitally. All right. Yeah. In at at the moment at the moment um uh there is a very high need for developers in the system. Uh, that is for people that are in development sector. There's a very high need for developers in the system because actually now, um, if you meet, a, let's say, 10 developers, you will see out of 10 developers, one or let's say eight in 10 developers should be web developers. I don't know if I'm yes. following it. Yes. Or uh, five out of 10 developers will be Android developers. Six out of ten developers might be iOS developers, Flutter developers, but it is very rare you see ones in ten of a blockchain developer, and that is an interesting thing for someone to seize of an opportunity and work in that direction. Blockchain development is a key, it key platform. It's a key, um, it's a key job role for people that are interested in solving problems, writing codes to venture into. Now, you can say, I don't like writing code. I don't like sitting down in front of a computer and typing unrealistic figures all day long. <laughs> That's <laughs> what you would think of. <laughs> I'm not that kind of person, right? Yeah. I'm more of a social media person. I love spending my time on social media. Fine. I would want to share this with you. I know someone who collects about $400 to $500 daily to retweet on Twitter. Wow. wow. I'm serious. I'm not trying to impress you. I have the contact. I know I know the companies he work with. He earns nothing less than $500 to $600 daily. What is his job? Retweeting on Twitter, commenting on Twitter. Wow. What, what he does is basically writing on blockchain, talking about blockchain. So there are a lot of projects out there that you can bring in your writing skills. You can bring in your people um, gathering skills. Yes, people pay you in good money, good value to gather people around and be telling them about projects. I myself personally, I am an ambassador to a couple of projects. And this comes with good, good packages, good sound packages that your life can never remain the same actually. So basically, (laughs) basically anything you can do 
if you're a photographer, <laughs> bring it on. Bring your photographies. Let's work on them as NFTs and you make good money. If yeah. you can write, if you can play games, if you can, whatever it is you can do. If you are good in digital marketing, if you are good in community building, if you are good in um, speaking, like if you can speak maybe like me or better than me, if you can do anything at all, you can design. My brother, my sister, there is room for you in the blockchain. And trust me, the blockchain will pay you higher than what those people out there will pay you. I can say that for sure. Um, in the last few years, in the last one year, the money I have made from the blockchain ecosystem, I have not met such in the in my last four years of practicing mainstream technology. Wow! I hope you guys can judge. The amount of money I've made in the last one year in the blockchain ecosystem, I have not made that in the last four years of practicing mainstream tech. In case you are listening to this podcast, please send your personal <laughs> wallet address so he can share part of this this huge <laughs> huge money, something huge, <laughs> something really huge. <laughs> so the blockchain is something huge for anybody out there. All right. Yes. So, yes. so if you have if you have issues, you can reach out, join the Zina community, join the Zinari community on Telegram, anywhere. I'm sure there will be links and uh, directives for that, so you can know how and where to position yourself. Reach out to the persons that you feel are good enough to direct you and get mentorship. Trust me, the sky is wide enough for all of us to fly. Yes, exactly. And that last then, phrase is really important. All right. So now going to the next question, so I can wrap all of this. Um, different between cryptocurrency and tokens, right? Yes. Now, one major difference. There are a lot of differences. One major difference is I said a lot that there are just a, there are not so many coins in the ecosystem, but there are a lot of tokens. Yeah. <laughs> all right. I said that there are not so many coins. Uh, um, okay. So one major difference is that a coin must have its own blockchain. Whereas a token doesn't have doesn't need to have its own blockchain. Yeah. That is one significant difference between a coin and a token. Let me explain this. We all know Bitcoin. Bitcoin was the first cryptocurrency ever. And Bitcoin runs on Bitcoin blockchain. Yeah. Ethereum, most people think Ethereum is a coin. Ethereum, it's a blockchain. Ethereum is a network. Ethereum is a technology on its own, right? So Ethereum blockchain powers Ether, the primary coin of Ethereum. Yeah. Right? So Ether is a coin that runs on Ethereum blockchain. Bitcoin is a coin that runs on Bitcoin blockchain. Wow. You get it now? So yes. there are a couple of other coins that like Litecoin has its own blockchain and a lot of other blockchains that support their own coins. Whereas tokens, anyone can create a token. I can sit down and write a Solidity smart contract to develop my own token tonight and call, give it a name running on either Ethereum technology or any other technology or any other blockchain I would choose to leave it on. All right? Yeah. So that is the major differences. That is the major, or that's the major difference rather. Um, tokens are not uh, mined, but coins can be mined. Let me just quickly run through some other differences that can, that can come to my head right now. Um, yeah. uh Coins act as money, as we all know that. We all know that. Uh, we can see the ETH, the BTC, and the Litecoin. They act as money, and uh, they can be mined. I'm still talking about coins. And you need at least, uh, for you to be able to mine a coin, you need a proof of work or proof of stake. Let me quickly put that so you don't forget it. Um, I don't know if I will need to explain what proof of work is. <laughs> that would need some very lengthy explanation, but I believe That's we can do that. the next podcast. In the next podcast, yes, thank you very much. So you need to be, you need to go through a proof of work or proof of stake, and you need to go through what should make you eligible to participate in mining a particular coin. And there are strategies and systems that regulate that. All right, depending yeah. you are using. I believe Ethereum technology uses a proof of stake. Bitcoin uses proof of work. 
So you see, bitcoins are um, bitcoins are being they can act as money and they must have their own blockchain. Whereas tokens, on the other hand, I, like I said, I can even create my token right away. Call it my first name. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, but uh, coins don't work like that. All right. So tokens are uh, they do not have blockchain. They operate in certain blockchains that you choose to deploy them on. I want to believe you are following yeah. me. Uh, you can deploy them on, on Ethereum uh, using the ERC train. <laughs> right. So um, you can deploy them on anywhere. Actually, you can deploy them anywhere, yeah. and uh, there are no so much complexities to developing tokens. But to have a coin, you need to have a blockchain, you need to be able to create a proof of work system for it to be mined and it will act as money. Whereas token, on the other hand, doesn't go through all of that process. Doesn't go through all of that process. Tokens are more of, um, how do I put it now? Tokens are more of... not generally a coin any project you develop you can choose to develop a token for it and create use cases for it whereas a coin has to go through some certain processes so basically i don't think i'm i have been i don't think i've confused anybody uh but if there are any further questions i believe i will address them on the next podcast time is not really by our side so basically that is it that is it about coins and tokens that's it about coins and tokens so an example of a token um let's say zinari is a token i believe i'm right now is yes. a token and uh if that's just a direct example yes okay thank you very much uh mr udoka was really a pleasure having you on this podcast so I'm guys honest, keep listening to this podcast this is the building the future podcast sponsored by Znavi finance and is your host mr chiamaka on the kuna video station and today wow. <laughs> we had a special guest who has lots of experience building on the blockchain uh and his name is mr odoka and he was here with us and we will still be having him subsequent times talking to us and explaining and dissecting what the blockchain is and how you can get in, into building on the blockchain do have a wonderful day wherever you are and i hope to see you next time bye guys all right bye people bye